This episode of No Meat Athlete Radio is brought to you by Ned's collection of full-spectrum hemp oil products, including oils, body butter, lip balm, and their unique natural cycle collection for women. You can get 15% off today with free shipping by going to www.helloned.com slash no meat. That's www.helloned.com slash no meat and use the code no meat. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to No Meat Athlete Radio. So this week we're back with Matt Frazier. This is going to get really confusing with all these Matts here. I know, two Matts. I know. <laughs> Last week it was just me and Matt Tolman. <laughs> this week I'm back with Matt Frazier, but we have another special guest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here we Julia. go. Drum roll. Julia Murray. <laughs> um, who, I, you know, I guess by way of introduction, um, people who've interacted with our brand may know Julia through her work at 8020 Plants. Mm-hmm. Um, or people who who are Olympic fans or skiing fans may know of Julia in that way. <laughs> or just vegan fans, She, you know, with Hooked on Plants, her, her personal site. Right. Recipe mm-hmm. site and all the work she does on social. So 8020 Plants, Hooked on Plants, and uh, we have a, a, a true Olympian, the, one of the best athletes to ever host this podcast. <laughs> the best athlete. Not one of. <laughs> the best Definitely athlete. best to ever host it. Perhaps one of the best to ever be on it. I mean, we, we, we've had... A, Decent number of really top athletes, but uh-huh. uh, well, yeah. I don't know about that. Best ever to be on it. Well, Julia, thank you for coming. So, why don't you why don't you thank take you. a second to introduce yourself? What uh, you know, are you like a professional ping pong athlete? <laughs> well, I've been known to ping some <laughs> to play some to ping, ping pong. some pong. Yeah, ping some <laughs> I'm really bad at that though. Um, <laughs> no, but I uh, yeah, I went to the Olympics in 2010 for ski cross. So for those of you who don't know what that is, it's four four people going down a course at the same time with jumps and rollers and bank corners, and the first two to cross the finish line move on to the next round. So lots of passing, lots of action, and uh, I went to the Olympics in 2010 for that. And then uh, I think that we'll get more into my story maybe next week, but long story short, I moved into the nutrition realm after a bunch of injuries, and then I became a vegan and became really passionate about that, started Hooked on Plants, and then got into 80-20 Plants and met you guys, and here we are. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Long story short. (laughs) Yes, and like Doug said... uh, I mean, you know, there are a lot of episodes. I mean, basically, we can go redo every episode we've ever done and now do it uh, with with a more serious athlete voice to talk to us <laughs> about mindset and training uh-huh. and focusing on a goal. I mean, all these things. Um, so lots of that. You guys are pretty athletic. You guys <laughs> run crazy ultra marathons and crazy things like that. So that's that's like out of my realm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess a different a different type of athletic. Yeah, uh, one in which you can you can stop for a couple hours at a time and just. Take a, <laughs> Take a nap mid, <laughs> mid race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, no, but yeah. So, like you said, we're gonna have you on again next week to kind of go more into your Olympic story and your kind of training history. And and personally, I'm, I'm I don't know much about it, so I'm I'm really excited to learn about what it's like to uh, you. You know, you went on a world tour, I presume, for mm-hmm. multiple seasons, I imagine. And um, yeah, six years and on the World Cup tour. Mm-hmm. Six years, wow! And yeah, uh, you fun. know what that's like, and then and then I w- I kind of really want to know what it's what it's like to be going down that hill with four <laughs> other people, three other people. 
Mm-hmm. It's fun. Adrenaline is Throwing going elbows. for sure. <laughs> You've done X Games too, right, Julia? I have, yeah, a couple. That's the craziest course. We have actually six people instead of four for that. Oh Everything's gosh, more extreme. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. But anyway, today we figured we figured it might be a little weird to kind of, given that basically the world has changed since our last episode, um, or at least in this country, things have changed in the United States uh, and, and Canada, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We should mention you're in Canada, Julian. Yes. yes. Whistler, BC. Yes. Far away from North America. <laughs> in North America, things have changed. Um, maybe the other rest of the world was a little bit ahead of us, but uh, sure feels different from, from last week. So uh, we think we would just kind of talk about the situation uh, with our spin on it, which is, of course, um, you know, hopefully a positive one. Um, mm-hmm. But but basically, what we are what we're doing during this time, uh, definitely first, and we want to recognize that like a lot of people are are really struggling compared to even a week ago uh, with jobs or with kids being home from school and having to find some sort of solution for for caring for them. Um, not to mention people being sick or knowing someone who's sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, all that probably goes without saying, but uh, figured it's worth acknowledging uh, because I think I think we, you know we are taking trying our best to have positive outlooks on the situation. Uh, and that's what this episode will be about. So, um, you know, just wanted to, to get that out of the way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, things are things are suddenly totally different. Um, for, for I'll just start. I mean, in our situation, the, the big difference for me is that the kids are now home. And <laughs> uh, we had already been homeschooling my son for this year. So that's not new. And in fact, it feels kind of good that we have some experience with homeschooling because today we picked up a packet of stuff for my daughter to do from, from her school. Um, and so like, I feel like we're not totally in the dark there. What's interesting for me is like we, we had at the point for the past six to nine months, we've been at the point where like our, our every single weekday evening is, is filled with kids' activities. And, and I've always been someone who's been like, we're not going to do that. We're going to try to like let them still have a childhood, you know, like let's not, let's not have them booked every single day all the time. And they're not both booked every single day, but, but it turns out that like we never eat family dinner together anymore because as important as that is to me, uh, there just aren't nights when everyone's around to do it. So like, it's been a really interesting, uh, in, in many ways, like fun, positive change that like suddenly we're just, that's all we have in the evening is like, we just have each other. We're going to hang out. We're going to play games we're gonna watch tv we're gonna eat a dinner cook a dinner um so it's been for this first week it's been you know that's been a really nice thing is like we get to just do what i thought uh what i'd always thought was important and which we'd sort of just let slip away uh as things naturally do now i don't know if it will bring long-term change or what if but uh it's definitely been interesting and for me mm-hmm. every day i wake up is sort of like wow this is like a cool day ahead because there's just not that much to do and like we're i'm just i'm just really enjoying the feelings that we are having right now um so anyway i, I can talk many more about specifics and, and some things that i'm personally working on but just wanted to start us off there uh how about you guys yeah i i kind of almost i almost think we need to uh put some context into because everything is changing so rapidly by the time people listen to this you know who knows what will happen but That's a good um, point. within the last week at least here in north carolina where matt and i are uh julia you can talk about what has happened in Canada. But in the last mm-hmm. week, they've basically shut down schools. They have, um, yesterday, they closed all bars and restaurants, uh, except for takeout. And and things are just like, next every day, it seems like something else is kind of, something else really big is getting canceled. Yeah. Recommendations of no more than 10 people together at a time. So I, I don't, like, uh, has Canada done 
mm-hmm. been that aggressive or more aggressive? What What's going on? Yeah, no, it's changing every day. But, uh, well, personally, I live in Whistler, which is a resort ski town, and Whistler Blackcomb just closed for the season. So it's I'm just looking at it right now, and it's just kind of eerie to know that nobody is up there enjoying this most amazing, <laughs> sunny, snowy day. Right. So, yeah. yeah, it's just a weird, eerie feeling. And, yeah, there's no no schools, I think, indefinitely it sounds like they're closing for the year maybe yeah i heard i heard that kansas just closed schools for the year yeah yeah and the the border crossing is only for essential um business oh yeah i just so yeah it's all happening and it's a little it's a little bit crazy that we're all living through this together it's going to go down in the history Mm -hmm. books for sure um and yeah and i mean so the whole you know, social distancing, right, is kind of mm-hmm. the catchphrase everybody's talking never about. Never heard and, of it before, um, now it's everywhere. Never heard of it before, right, now <laughs> yeah. it's everywhere. Right, And but I think, like, people, at least in Black Mountain, it seems like people are starting to do that. But, you know, like you were saying, Matt, you know, there's still pickups for things at school or there's still, you know, takeout and restaurants and, uh, you know, some things are, some people are still working out of the house. You know, So there's kind of, like, everyone's a little bit insular, but also... Not completely. Like yesterday, Eliza and I went for a walk through the neighborhood, and um, and there were just so many people out and about. Yeah, and just which is kind of around. awesome, right? Hmm. In that yeah. way, like now people have the time because they're not working to go for walks, and as long as you keep your distance, like yeah. we've been going on lots of walks and hikes with friends, and brought out the mountain bikes because obviously skiing's done, and you know, <laughs> dust off some things, go for mountain bike rides, and go for nature walks in the forest, like. Obviously, you still have all the outdoors to play with as long as you stay six feet away from your buddy. And it's really hard not to hug people. <laughs> you got to do it. <laughs> yeah, and I think, I mean, that's, uh, certainly there will be so much negative that, that comes from this. But the hope, I think, is that, is that you know, we'll all pull through stronger. And But, but I, I think this is actually a really neat chance to kind of reconnect with some things that are really important that in fast-paced modern life, uh, you know, just, just have slipped away. Mm-hmm. Um you guys mentioned the hikes and things like that. I am I am known to our show fans, I'm sure, for being yeah. uh, an anti-hiker, an indoorsman, <laughs> someone who has no... Like, my wife and kids will go for a hike, and that will be my chance to just do whatever I want at home and, and don't have to <laughs> do anything about it. Self-isolate, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, social distance. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yesterday, I was, like, we were sitting on the porch. Again, like, just, we were sitting on the porch having a drink, my wife and I, um, while the kids were playing inside. And, I like, cause I haven't I haven't gone anywhere in four days, I haven't gotten in my car or done anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like bears, so I don't uh, <laughs> don't wander too far from my house. Oh, <laughs> but, probably uh, self-isolating too. They, they, yeah, they, yeah. Know, they know to stay away from you too. I mean. <laughs> but I said to Erin, I was like, because she was like, she and the kids are going to go for a hike soon. And I was like, you know what? Like, I, I would actually, like, that kind of sounds fun all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> because I haven't done anything else. I haven't, I've had so much of this indoor time that I like. Times are that changing. it's like to do something out of the house if there's if I'm not getting out for any other reasons because oh, listen I'm not gonna go do takeout at restaurants that that's the last thing I'm right now is right, yeah. get germy food yeah but, I mean sorry restaurant owners I hope I hope you find a way to survive I really do and I feel terrible mm-hmm. for small businesses um, yeah but I, I'm you know I'm just not gonna get any restaurant restaurant food right now um, so I just you know it, it's like get outside yeah, and go for a hike good. so so yeah. yeah I mean it just seems good to go for a hike so I don't know I'm sure I'll do a little bit of that. Um, more generally, though, I think just a lot of a lot of those really those good for you activities. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm just I think I'm finding more time for, it. and I hope other people are too. Yeah. You know, you know what happened last night when we were going on that walk, which I thought was was really interesting. So she was in the stroller, and we were just kind of walking like on neighborhood streets, right? So there's plenty of space, 
And what we found was that because there were so many people out, that every time you would approach another person, well, somebody would walk to the other side of the street, which I thought was so, so interesting. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I don't know if it was subconscious or, or very intentional or just mm-hmm. happened to be circumstance. But every time I approached somebody, I noticed that we like immediately kind of separated away from each other, which I found fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like going going to the grocery store. You know, it doesn't happen too often, but when you when you have to go, it's like you see right, somebody right. that you know, and you're just like hugging the side of the aisle, trying not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, so does awkward. it feel does it feel like you're being really cold to each other, or well, do you sort still of, and smile? And some people don't even no. make eye contact. It's like that's not that's a little <laughs> extreme. <laughs> but it yeah, it didn't feel that way on the walk. It it's just like, so yeah, it's just so new for everybody. This whole right, this whole thing, and. It kind of, you know, it kind of sucks that community is such a big part of humanity, right? And, mm-hmm. and you know, hugging and all that. And now we're being told not to do any of that. And it's going to be interesting to see kind of how it affects people. But at the same time, on the, on the note about porches and drinks, uh, <laughs> if, you have, if you have any neighbors close by that you like that have a patio in sight, then just have patio parties, right? Everybody on their own patio? Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, like what, it, what, it, what Italy is doing right now. Did you guys yeah. see that viral video of them singing on the patios? I did. I thought that was yeah. so cool. Yeah. Awesome. I saw a Spain video of someone up on like a rooftop, like a yoga instructor or a fitness instructor. And oh. all these other apartment, like people out their apartment windows were like doing the stuff on their balcony. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was cool. can still hang okay, out so, just really yeah. far apart. Well, speaking of fitness, like, you know, I'm, I'm curious um, what you, how you guys are approaching kind of getting around. I mean, gyms are closed. Yoga studios are closed. Um, you know, trails are open for the most part, although state parks and stuff that are closed here in North Carolina anyway are technically closed for all visitors, even on the trail. Mm-hmm. Um, Same with so, Canada. So, like, yeah. what, do you, what, do you, what do you guys, how are you guys approaching fitness right now? Um, well, like I said, I got my mountain bikes out, so went for a good, good mountain bike ride the other day and barely saw anybody, um, hiking with friends and snowshoeing and stuff, but keeping your distance and, you know, at home workouts, it's a great time to get into that. Um, mad fit. Have you heard of her? She's on YouTube. She does really good workouts and fitness blender. Um, so you can get creative with that kind of stuff and, and do yoga and search for, a yoga teacher on top of a building and take classes from her if that's <laughs> yeah. happening around you. Yeah, what about you guys? Yeah, I mean, it's happening. It's all over the place. Lots of companies are doing, you know, g- being generous, giving access to things. Uh, we're going to do a challenge thing at Nomad Athlete, a fitness challenge, um, which yeah, kind of came from just our own our own thinking about this. Like, for me, like, I, I have not done much in the way of fitness recently. I've been doing uh, kickboxing and Muay Thai thing, um, but cool. very slowly reintroducing myself to that just because uh, I've, I've just, I mean, don't look into it, but, like, very tightness in my legs and hips and it's just something that i gotta ease into so i've been doing that but like have felt the need recently to get back into fitness and then this happened and like i said i haven't left the house in four days and i'm i haven't done any fitness stuff either and i'm realizing like man like this especially as we start to realize this is going to be two three four months this isn't just two mm-hmm. weeks like like school's closed for I've, I've had i've gotten actually inspired by that thinking like you know i can either do this thing where i'm just kind of hanging around the house like playing board games swiping up on my phone to see if I got any new emails or slacks or whatever. Or, like, I can actually, like, take this time and do something that I wouldn't otherwise have done. Again, given that mm-hmm. there's – all my evenings are suddenly free when they weren't before. Um, it's like, I, why, why would I not take 15 minutes or 30 minutes or, you know, whatever 
and say like, I'm going to do a few things during this time and come out of this like with some sort of result. So that that's where I am with fitness. I have not found what to do other than pull out the old, uh, the iron gym, like the hang in your closet, pull up bar. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, I feel like there is actually an opportunity here to, to like when going to the gym seems like an overwhelming thing for someone who just can't get into fitness uh, or, or maybe used to, but hasn't done it in a long time. And it just feels like this big, like I have a YMCA membership, just have not gone there. Cause like that involves figuring out a workout plan, getting, going there, being sore for the first day, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like a, a really good opportunity to just start small with something and make some daily habits. So that, that's where I have been thinking about it. Uh, I have not really mm-hmm. decided yet what I'm doing, but I'm, I'm super excited for this thing we're going to be doing with Nomi Dathi just to, just to do that. And that will be free, by the way. Cool. So not a, it's not a sales pitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I think for me, it's been kind of interesting. So I did go out on a trail run over the weekend, got a semi-long run in, um, which was nice. There literally was nobody out there, which on a Saturday or Sunday morning would is just unheard of. It's a little um, weird. <laughs> yeah, and, and weird. Um, but so it's been it's been kind of interesting. A lot of people are talking about all this extra time, <laughs> and uh, it, I have not felt that yet. I think uh, because Katie's yoga studio has had to shut down and, and we've um, been a, kind of aggressively trying to recreate that business model of, of just being in person at the yoga studio to things that she can do um, virtually with hosting virtual classes and online videos and kind of still engaging the local yoga community, but in a, in a virtual capacity. Cause like you said, I mean, this could, this probably isn't a two week thing. This is probably a several month thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I feel like we've been in the scramble mode for the last week and haven't had all that extra time but um because i've been stuck at home and because i've been just like help working with nobody athlete and then working with that stuff a lot i you know my body just feel is aching to to move and do things so mm-hmm. um you know i think some sort of at home classes some sort of time on the on the bike trainer i don't know i'm i'm eager to kind of get out and get moving and um and get back into some sort of routine because I do think that that routine is going to be so important for for getting through this in a healthy way and also just getting through it period <laughs> yeah yeah yep. trail running is perfect a perfect thing to do right yeah, and, and yeah I, feel I was like, thinking that like a, a run every day kind of yeah challenge would be one that someone could could take on at this point yeah yeah I think we we have some run streak stuff don't we we have run streak blog post or two I don't know if we have any thing in depth but uh there's not that much to know about that. You just kind of go out <laughs> yeah. for a short time every day, and mm-hmm. it keeps you keeps you grounded too in this kind of um, yes. anxiety rich time. You know, it's there's a lot of people out there right now that are having having issues, obviously financially, and then also mentally. And so, just getting out in nature, I think, is just so healing in all ways, and and moving your body. So that's that's just like two two check boxes right there. Yeah. Anytime I've in the past had had anxiety uh, and we, we actually have an episode about anxiety i think it's called the anxiety episode um from a year or two ago but uh and yeah, that, the, the advice is always make make daily exercise part of your routine because it yeah. it just naturally fights anxiety um but what happens i mean for me at least and probably most people when you get in that anxiety mode exercise is the first thing that that stops because you, just, yeah. you lose that motivation you just you have don't to force it almost. You know. yeah so that's super important for sure mm-hmm. um and then coming back from runs and, and, you know, feeling more creative and then maybe do things that you have never had time for. Make this little mini holiday at home and, um, mm-hmm. you know, write a book or start a podcast or read a book or 
have long calls with your friends or, you know, FaceTime and wine. I, I don't know, just do yep. something that you never think that you ever have time for because it's just a crazy multitasking kind of kind of life that you lead normally. And, and now you have the actual time to do some extra things. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, like I said, a lot of stuff is going to go away because of this. Certain small businesses that have, you know, maybe just, just recently started investing heavily. Like, it, I mean, it's just unfortunate timing that suddenly they're going to be going away. And we've had some podcast sponsors who said, no, no, no longer going to do what we were planning to do. Mm-hmm. And that is a shame. Um, but but like you just mentioned, Julia, like I think a lot of things are going to come out of this from people who suddenly got the time to start their thing mm-hmm. uh, and and perhaps increased attention. And this first week, a little bit weird. Everyone's attention is on coronavirus. But like, I think soon we're going to get get bored of, of refreshing that coronavirus news mm-hmm. and just realize like nothing is, I, I mean, cha- other than the numbers going up, not that much is happening anymore. We're just, we're just in it. Um, but like, so my daughter, there's a teacher at her school who, who started every day, I think it's like 5 or 4.30. She just does this little uh, YouTube thing live. I don't know, I don't know if it's, uh, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. the worst person to be telling what it is because I don't know. But some sort of live <laughs> video broadcasting thing where she does a little art project with the kids yeah. and like at the same time kind of teaches them, reminds them some things about washing their hands and all that. And I just think like there's this opportunity now for all this really generous work and there are people who are going to be able to start their thing with no intention of making money from it yet and they're going to find an audience for it. And mm-hmm. there's stuff that's going to get started because of this. And I think that's that's a really neat thing. So I think if you're listening to this and feeling anxiety or wondering what to do, I mean, what, what a good opportunity to, to start doing something like writing your book or starting your YouTube channel or whatever. Uh, yeah. I think there's a lot of a lot of cool things that, that can happen. We're going we're gonna to emerge from this six months from now with with twice as many podcasts, YouTube channels. Entrepreneurs. And, yeah. And, yeah. and babies. An empire. And pregnant women. And babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's time to get creative and just spend your time doing what you've always wanted to do. Why not? So I mentioned earlier uh, the thing about the phone and this. So I my timing worked out well here for me, or I don't know about well, but it was just a coincidence uh, that I just finished reading two books by Cal Newport. One is called Deep Work, and the other is called Digital Minimalism. Mm. And um, the the minimalism one is really about like just just how I mean certainly there's some good things that come from technology, right? Obviously, it goes without saying, but there's a lot of loss of connection. And Julia, you mentioned like doing FaceTime and wine with someone. One of the arguments in this book is just how much richer an experience that is, uh, aside from the wine, but just the, the FaceTiming, <laughs> the actual face-to-face conversation, even if it's through a machine, uh, mm-hmm. than a text message. Because the, yeah. you know we're kind of evolved to like do this very, very complex task of talking to someone, reading their emotion and body language, like re- reading their face like based on what we're saying, and we're getting instant feedback as we're saying it. And we're adapting our message, and we're trying to read their mind. And like that, that's a very difficult thing, com- compared to sending a text message, receiving a text message, or in the in the very worst case, you know, judging if someone enjoyed something or not by whether or not they clicked the like button on Facebook. With, you <laughs> yeah. know, literally one bit of information, uh, like a bit in in information terms, um, it's it's just nothing. That is, it's so little information, and that that has sort of substituted now for so many other interactions. So. As much as anyone, I'm kind of like the the uh, introvert and not always valuing that much these things. But I've realized how important that sort of stuff is. So for me, like I'm I'm haven't really done much of it with it yet. But like what I did was went through my phone, especially at this time at home. Like I don't have a reason to have a lot of stuff on my mobile phone or have that convenience. So I just deleted just about everything from my hmm. phone, including Slack, mm-hmm. which I had only just started putting on the phone. Um, you already deleted it? Oh, I man. already deleted it. How are we going to get a hold of you? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I go sit down at the computer to work, that's yeah. when I will get my Slack stuff. Yeah. So I just, I realized that I was like in these first few days out of 
this boredom, not really knowing what to do, I would default to like picking up my phone, seeing if I got any new emails, seeing if there's any new work issues that came up. And I realized like that's that's not how I want to spend this this time. Whatever is going to come of this time for me, um, I don't want it to be just that I that I killed the time and just kind of kept mm-hmm. swiping around my phone. So I got rid of all that stuff. Um, I don't know. And, and I think if you if you have found yourself in that situation, like with you know feeling too attached to your phone, like what better time than when you're not ever going to be out of your house? Well, like you always will have access to your computer um, yeah. to actually get rid of the stuff and make it a little bit less convenient to do some of those those things that are low value. Now, some people, I get, Facebook might be, they might view that as a really high value social activity. This book would argue that it's not at all um, mm-hmm. and that actual conversations are so much more important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not saying, you know, obviously when we're all anxiety and stressed out, maybe that's not the time to commit to some new thing that's going to be a very hard first week of withdrawal. Uh but I found that useful. I found that just a nice reminder. I try to leave the phone in the bedroom. Don't even have it with me around my house because, you know, I don't. Fifteen years ago, we didn't. We just we just lived without this thing, uh, and so I'm just trying to do a little bit more of that kind of living. Yeah, yeah. Not only um, with your phone, but you can like reorganize your closet. You can kind of you right. know Mary Condo your house. It's exactly. like springtime, mm-hmm. so it's perfect timing for that. Um, yeah. Yeah, lots of lots of different things that you can you can make your um, future life better with this time that you have now. Yeah, and I think I think that's what a lot of businesses seem to be doing. You, you, like we're we're feeling a little bit as much as we're kind of sheltered from some of this stuff by being a mostly online business. Uh, you know, we, we can see an impact of people's attention not being what it was uh, because it's focused somewhere else. And so for me, a lot of the mindset is like, what, what can we do so that three months from now, when this is all done? We'll be in a way better position than than we were going to do it. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, the other thing, Doug, is that uh, and Julie, you may know this. I don't know how much you listen to the podcast, but uh, for New Year's this year, I, one of my things was like I didn't have any big goal resolutions. I just started uh, this thing where I was trying to keep track of my activities. Anytime I would do what I would view as sort of an enriching activity that wasn't going to be an everyday kind of habit. Um, but every time I, you know, go play a musical instrument or finish a book or even just something like watch a movie, which I almost never will tend to do, but watch a movie, play a game with family, any of those things, uh, I would give myself a point for it. And the way I've been measuring points is just putting a paper clip in a glass and I've just been watching it fill up. <laughs> well, that had kind of slowed down like mid to the end of February. And since last Thursday, I've just been racking up the paper clips. I've just been <laughs> able to do all this stuff again. Uh, so I would encourage uh, you to to rack up the paper clips in whatever whatever form that is for anyone listening I like to this. That. Uh, yeah, I, I like just I too, found yeah. it I found it a really cool way to uh, keep track of things, and it's it's interesting how how much suddenly when when evenings are free and the mindset's a little bit different, how how much you can kind of do almost all those things when you when you're not working, like you can basically be doing just that stuff, and it's been mm-hmm. it's been cool. <laughs> yeah, we've I uh I have I have a couple things that would I think qualify for. Paper, be worthy of a paperclip uh, <laughs> around food. But <laughs> before we get to those, let's um, let's take a second to to thank our sponsor. All right, this episode of Nomad Athlete Radio is brought to you by Ned's collection of full spectrum hemp oil products, which contains CBD extracted from the finest organic hemp plants, and is all grown with love on a small twelve acre homestead in the bountiful farmland of Paonia, Colorado. From seed to bottle, Ned's premium small batch products are slow crafted to deliver superior quality while supporting independent farmers, communities, and the environment. Matt, I think most of us have heard or maybe even used CBD by now, but not all CBD is created equal. And I have tried several by now, but Ned's is without a doubt a very premium product. Everything from the taste 
to the way it feels and the way it uh, the results that it provides that it produces uh, feel very premium to me. And when you're when you're putting something like that inside your body, knowing that it comes from quality is important. With CBD, there's no addiction or high; it just helps soothe and heal. And right now, when I'm having trouble sleeping uh, because of a lot of the anxiety and kind of just things going on, um, it's it's helped me go to sleep, which is which is quite nice, kind of taking the edge off. They also produce lip balms and a collection specifically for women by women to help with menstrual discomfort and hormone balance. Mm. You can get 15% off today with free shipping by going to www.helloned.com slash no meat. That's www.helloned.com slash no meat and use the code no meat. So one thing that happened last weekend, which I'm quite excited about, is um, we were supposed to have actually a, a quite a busy weekend with some different events that we were going to be attending. Uh, and instead, since we stayed home the whole weekend, I got to dig my garden and, and get it prepped for, for this year. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, Aaron did the same thing. Uh, partly motivated by what happens if we can't get food otherwise. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, as far as like the fresh stuff goes, that, that actually yeah. is a concern, right? Like we have plenty of frozen and dried beans and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we're not going to be able to get fresh lettuce necessarily if, if people are buying it up immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a wise thing to do. Uh, Doug, I also saw that you or heard that you uh, fashioned a birdhouse, crudely Ooh. fashioned a birdhouse. I did. Yes, this was another. Ah, oh, I forgot. A passion I, I was project. Totally going to mention this. Totally... That's a paperclip <laughs> in my book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was. It was definitely a paper. It was like a. It was a highlight of my month. I would say actually. <laughs> uh, Eliza saw a birdhouse and was asking about it. Um, in someone else's birdhouse, she was asking about it. And uh, I was looking at it, and I was like, you know what? I, I think I could build that without any trouble at all. So we went to a pile of you know scrap wood that I had in the in the shop, and um, we designed and built a nice little birdhouse. And then she painted it purple, and we hung it in a tree. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what a good dad! Does it have any, have any residents yet? It, it doesn't. I've been checking it every day. There's like a tiny little crack uh, because the wood is split a little bit, mm-hmm. and I can see if there's like. You know, there's light kind of going through it, so I can kind of see if there's anything in there. And so far, there's nothing, been, not been anything in there. And and actually, I have I have no idea if painting something purple right. is going to like ruin it. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> ruin it. <laughs> um, but she really wanted to paint it purple, and uh, and I wasn't going to stop her because yeah, it was it was a very special thing. I think that was the first thing we had like truly built, designed, and built together. Uh-huh. So handy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are those are good moments for sure. Always yeah. We actually ended up shoveling all the snow off of our lawn <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so my husband's uh, he can't sit around still for very long. So he he was like washing the windows, and then I come home and he's just shuffling the lawn. I'm like, okay, here we go. Why, why do you shovel the lawn so that the grass will not die? <laughs> so it's gonna yeah, it'll it'll grow sooner. It looks great okay. now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, next up is our is our garden for sure. We still have kale going from last year, but I think I gotta pull those out and uh, chop down some raspberry bushes because they go crazy. And yeah, gardening it's a great thing to do right now. It definitely yeah. is. Gardening is very good. Mm-hmm. Julie, would you you normally like now be going up on the mountain and skiing still? Oh yeah, yeah. How often do you do that? Um, this year not so much because uh, we were just in Mexico on a big road trip for a month and a half. <laughs> And uh, I actually do this ski with an Olympian program. So my only five days this year have been work days with ski with ski with Olympian clients. So I was pretty excited to come home and ski, but no more. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's gotta be, that's a shame. 
it's well, especially just looking right at it, and it's just there, ready for <laughs> just right for skiing. <laughs> can you can you hike it? Um, there's been people hiking up? just just right up the last kind of knoll, but no, they've closed that down too because no first aid and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Even the skate ski, um, Callahan Valley, it's called. That's closed too. So it's it's kind of funny. What is the, What is the skate ski? Skate skiing. It's like yeah. cross country skiing. There's a whole park in Whistler just for it, but oh, okay. I thought they'd keep that open because everyone's very far apart when you're skate skiing, you know, that's right. just what you do. Um, but yeah, everything's closed down and it's pretty much just lots of walking, hiking and decluttering and, oh yeah, one thing I wanted to say too is, is call grandparents and elderly and make sure that they're okay because they're the ones that have the most trouble, you know, you know they're immune compromised and... Just make sure your neighbors and your elderly are all good to go. Maybe get some groceries for them. Uh, makes you feel good too, right? Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, I think that like, uh, so my mom works in a retirement community. Oh, yeah. And, um, and like they're all basically on lockdown inside the rooms and visiting is limited and all that stuff. So I like they're just, I think, probably really lonely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Not my mom, the the people in the, the, the residence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause and, no one can uh, come visit. I mean, I, yeah. Right. So yeah. you just can't go visit. So like if you can, if you, if they can FaceTime or you can just call them up and I don't know, just reach out to some old person that, that, uh, yeah. 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 yeah exactly. reach out to, that, you, know. The, you know, the thing, uh, my daughter, I said like the, the woman who's doing this little workshop thing every day for the kids to make stuff. The first day they made little cards, painted watercolor and did all these cards and they were going to take them to the, to the, uh, retirement home, and then at the next day they found out not allowed to do that, not allowed to put anything into mm. the retirement home anymore. So mm, crazy, really tough. I mean, I think I think the, here's where digital is wonderful. Uh, yeah, I mean, Facetime, do whatever you can. Mm-hmm. So, are you guys uh, doing anything with food and nutrition right now? Is that kind of the last thing you're thinking about? Well, I think now is the time to try new recipes and open a cookbook you haven't opened up in a long time. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I'm pretty much the same around here. You know, I, my, my home is my office, so it's not, nothing's totally different. It's just, um, I don't have as much FOMO when things are going on because nothing's going on. <laughs> People are just walking around and we can do that all together. Um, but with groceries, you know, we try to minimize the amount of time we spend in the grocery store and we are going through our pantry quite a bit, using lots of beans and making some chilies and making like curries and things like that. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty normal around here food wise. Yeah. I mean, for me, I think I'm eating, uh, I'm eating less junk food now because we kind of didn't buy that when we were like just stocking up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing a lot more dry beans than, than cans, just figuring like we're on well water. So I figured that'll all be fine. But like, just, just in case I uh, thinking survival mode, like what would happen if we somehow couldn't get water for whatever reason? So I'm using using the dried beans now when we have water. Um, Good one. Which has just led to more cooking projects. And yesterday we made fresh pasta, actually, with uh, my wife and I actually did while the kids played. And so that was a cool thing. Nice. Um, actually so cooking together I mean, and having that time right. to do that. It's been mm-hmm. so, right. And it's been so long since we did that sort of thing. For really? Exactly yeah. I, mentioned earlier. I mean, the, the evenings, are, you know, you just don't even consider that. Yeah. Uh, it's more like, can we can possibly get a meal together that, you know, we can have some overlap with two or three of us eat at the same time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's really nice. So, I, I'm saying I'm eating less junk food. At the same time, I'm not suddenly eating ultra healthy because, I don't know, we, we have some fresh stuff, but not that much of it. Um, 
and when I get really more into cooking and like do these like old Italian recipes and stuff, I end up eating a lot more olive oil and more white flour. So I don't actually know if it's healthier, but mm-hmm. uh, it feels good and I, I enjoy it much more. So much more time and care is going into my food, even if it's not necessarily coming out healthier. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Cause, so like uh, maybe Thursday, I did a massive, you know, stock up shop mm-hmm. last week and mm-hmm. um and i did buy a lot of junk food <laughs> uh, <laughs> and a lot of you know healthy food too but you know i found like found myself buying a comfort food bunch of like yeah a bunch of comfort food and yeah. this weekend we just piled through a ton of it <laughs> and that came like sunday afternoon i was like oh i just feel so gross i cannot <laughs> keep doing this for, <laughs> for the next six months so since then this week i've been a lot healthier but this first couple of days because we just had all this you know had we grilled out Beyond Burgers, and we <laughs> had a bunch of chips, and we had like all this weekend all this food. Kind of, yeah, weekend food. But, <laughs> but I, I found myself kind of, I, I could see myself very easily slipping into some unhealthy habits. So I think, uh, you know, part of part of the way we're going to get through this, um, and I'm not talking about getting sick or not, but uh, you know, kind of mentally through this is is by keeping some sort of routine and by taking care of yourself and not. Because because it's so there's so many unknowns around how long it's gonna last. You know, if it was if this was like a two week thing, like a blizzard, um, you know, that shut it shut down the town for a couple of weeks, you could kind of hunker down and eat junk food and come out the other end, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, satisfied. Yeah. But but you, we can't really do that because it could be months and months, and uh, and we got to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Well, on that point, immunity, right? I've been talking a lot about immune boosting things on my Instagram lately. Um, but just making sure that your immune system's just as strong as possible because you don't want to get the coronavirus and and obviously you just don't want to get sick in general because that is immune compromises yourself and um, the best thing that you can possibly do is eat a variety of whole plant foods to keep your microbiome healthy because 60 to 70 percent of your immunity cells live in your microbiome so keeping your your body healthy is so important right now and and not only for you and the people around you if you're young but if you ever come in contact with your parents and, you know, elderly, they're, they're more susceptible. So it's, it's more about, um, you know, doing this for, for others than doing it for yourself if you're, if you're a young, healthy person. Just uh, self-isolating, keeping your immunity high. I've also been having, like, mushroom smoothies um, with this uh, Stay that Well Organics. Good. Yeah. <laughs> like, weird, doesn't it? Mushroom, mushroom smoothies, mushroom oats. <laughs> It's like reishi and chaga and lion's mane and cordyceps and turkey tail is really good for your immune system too. But keep it simple and just oh. just keep it uh, as whole food plant-based as possible. But then also have fun because you want to stay positive and, you know, cook up some Beyond Burgers on the barbecue every now and then. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's the balance, right? Like this is, like we said, like if, if we treat this as just a two-week thing, uh, it's really easy to say, well, we'll just kind of, We'll just have fun with it, right? And we'll just do this thing, and then we'll treat it like it's a blizzard, and we're just going to... A little mini holiday, yeah. Yeah, and drink all this drink beer every night, and <laughs> junk food, and then and then it turns out it's a month, and it's like, oh, well, we only have two weeks left, we might as well do that again. And then it turns out that it's two months, right? It's very easy, I think, to just to keep staying in this mode of like, I don't know, that, that this is just a very short thing, mm-hmm. uh, and, and from that we'll make bad choices. So I think I think that's a good reminder. Do Do the healthy thing. Uh, the one thing I've been doing less healthy for sure is drinking more, which I had really done a good job this year of, of making that not no longer like the normal, you know, have a beer at the end of the day. Uh, I had really cut that out for, except for maybe for weekends. 
Um, but since it started, it's just, I feel like it's like vacation suddenly and it's like, ah, oh, you know, we're finished work at five and then we're not going anywhere. So why don't we yeah. have some wine with dinner? Yeah. And like, it just, I just, I don't know, drinking more than I had intended to. Not, not obviously it's just one or two glasses a night, but kind of, kind of has set back my, my progress of getting away from that habit. More yeah. patio beverages. Yeah. That's the thing though, right? It's <laughs> also about, like you said, having fun and like staying positive and like, if we now have the time to do patio beverages together, it's like, a, I, yeah, guess don't feel just, bad I guess we could it. have mushroom tea or something instead. <laughs> yeah. Kombucha. Yes. Or, or just, uh, yeah, go for it, but maybe not, not every single day. Maybe do it, maybe do That's it right. for, or if it's a couple of weeks, then like you say, uh, we just don't know how long this is going to go on for, but, um, right. yeah. And I, but I have heard that multiple drinks per day is not a good, uh, not a good look for the immune system. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a turmeric elixir or something. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't sound as exciting, does it? <laughs> no, it <certainly> doesn't. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anything else? Uh, any 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 last tips or? Uh, um, I think that you guys have probably talked about this before on your podcast. I believe I remember hearing you. Uh, but just being grateful and writing down three things that you're grateful every day mm. for, mm-hmm. because we can get so wrapped up in all of the crazy news and you know, everything. So just make sure that you're aware that you're grateful for the people around you and your house and your pet or your kids, whatever it is, little things. I think that is a great reminder. And actually for me, like, I think that is what has been one of the major benefits of this thing is that I've been grateful for all this great stuff we have in our family and just how close we are and how well behaved the kids can be. Uh, and how much I enjoy spending time with my wife. Like, I have felt this gratitude for that without having to do a deliberate thing. Like, you know, every day I'm going to make sure I write down my three gratitude things. Like, it just is naturally coming. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the great things that an opportunity like this, you know, where, where we just kind of are back with our with our family. Uh, it's one of the great things that, that it can bring. So, uh, yeah. good reminder. There you go. Yes, love that. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Okay. Well, um, if people do want to join the uh, wellness challenge that we're going to have going on at Nomad Athlete for the next month or so, this kind of free, uh, free challenge. We're just, I think the goal is to both do some physical fitness activity, but also kind of go beyond that and just see how we can, how we can take care of ourselves over the next month or two, um, and come out of this and with better habits than we, we had going into it. Um, Yes. So I think cool. we're still working on what it's going to be exactly ourselves, but uh, we're assuming <laughs> right. it's going to mean open up Nomad Athlete Academy, so kind of all those resources are available for a while for people. Um, but then with that, do this challenge, which I think I think we're probably going to do like a 15-minute, you know, fitness, at-home fitness thing every single day. That'll be the main component. And then haven't yet decided how we're going to sprinkle in other stuff, but I think we've got a lot of other stuff we can we can add that would make it a really cool thing. Really just for the point of like that, that you can come out of this thing, you know, maybe being more on top of things or more ahead of things or whatever, uh, than before we went into it. And, and, you know, it's a lot going on. Obviously it's not, not everyone's going to do that or take advantage of the situation in that way. But, uh, I think, I think it's a good opportunity to do those sorts of things. So, mm-hmm. uh, any, any place stuck yet that people can go or that we can like redirect a link to so that when it is set up, why don't we, why don't we do nomadathlete.com slash wellness dash challenge, wellness challenge. Okay. That, that works. works. <laughs> wellness right. dash challenge. So check that out. I think, uh, this will go out on Thursday. I think, Sometime around Thursday, we'll have it set up, right, Doug? Yeah. So if it's not set up, then give it 
give it an hour. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of, this is all happening so fast, just like everything else. So um, yep. we're, we're trying to get everything out as, as quickly as we can. <laughs> All right. Good. But thanks for listening, and Julia. Thanks for thanks for joining. Um, we're excited. Yeah. To thanks for having me. Dive in more next week, and yes, for sure. Most definitely. See what happens right. next week with everything, and uh, yeah, exciting stuff. I'm happy to be here. Good. All yes. Right. Very happy to have you, everyone. Stay uh, stay healthy, stay positive, stay grateful, <laughs> and uh, do what you can to enjoy the week. And then we'll be back next week. That was a good send off, man. That was. Thanks. I like that. that. <laughs> <laughs>